I'm a big believer in self-awareness in golf. And that usually means being able to fix yourself or at least understand more or less what's going on so that you've got a chance to fix yourself rather than leaning on instructors and helpers from everybody else. So as you develop in golf, you're able to get out on your own and understand what you're capable of, what you're not capable of, right? So this session is all about reading your shots and understanding what's happening at the ground level at impact, what's causing the ball to fly where it goes and to curve how it curves. So hope you guys find this helpful. This is the Golf Essentials Podcast with Casey Bork. So there are only two factors, just two guys, that determine the direction that a golf ball goes in. The first is the path that the club is traveling on as it impacts the golf ball. So there's really three options there, right? The path of the club can be going straight down the target line, right? Straight away. It can be going from the inside outward out to the right of the target, or it can be going from the outside inward. So basically swinging to the left of the target. Those are the three options, right? So the other factor, the other factor that determines the direction that a ball flies in is the club face angle. So the direction that the club face itself is pointing at impact relative to that path. So if the swing path is straight down the line, and by the way, swing path, I mean a, a club face angle, there's only three options there as well, right? The, the face can be square, right, 90 degrees, or it could be open, pointed out to the right, or closed, pointed to the left. So you've got three options with a swing path three options with the face angle and those determine effectively nine different shots that you can hit uh, directionally speaking now i know there's different variations and there's different extremes to those nine shots but those are the two factors that we're considering that's it swing path and face angle so let's talk about how to read your golf shots and how to understand whether it's swing path or face angle um, because the, the fixes for those two things are very, very different. Okay. So you need to know which one we're going to try to address, or you're going to try to address on your own when you're out on the, on the driving range. So I'm going to cut to the chase. 90% of where a golf ball goes is determined by face angle. Now it's more complicated than that, but where the club face is pointing at impact determines where the ball goes. Now, at its, at its extreme, think of a putter, very slow swing speed, right? You're just tapping the ball and the club face is not quite 90 degrees, right? Or, or zero degrees of loft. It's usually four degrees of loft, but minimal loft. Where that club face is pointing at impact is where the ball is going to roll off the putter face. So flat faced clubs like your putter, your driver, your long irons and your woods and things, club face angle has almost entirely, is, is almost entirely determining the direction that the ball goes in. With your wedges, right? So a lob wedge or a sand wedge, you can open the club face, which we, we do when we're in bunkers or hitting pitch shots and things sometimes. You can open a club face and the ball still kind of goes straight, right? So swing path has more of an, an effect there 
Um, so with a lot of loft on your club face, face angle has less of an impact on the direction of the ball goes. But sitting there at home, rest assured that club face angle is the reason that your shots are going crooked, especially your long ones. That's the big takeaway. Now, when we're reading our shots, the first thing to look at, let's say you're hitting some seven irons on the driving range. You're just hitting them at a flag. Okay. The first thing to look at are your divots. So when you're scraping the ground, impacting the turf, that's the best place to look for the path that the club is traveling on. Okay. So if, if you take a few shots, you stand back and you look at the direction that your divot is pointing, is it straight down at the, at the target line or is it pointed off to the left or to the right? That's going to, that's going to give you some, some help in figuring out whether your path is straight away or if you're coming across the ball in one way or another. Okay. So that's a really easy fix or a real easy thing to see when you take a divot. If it's pointed out to the left, that means you're swinging across the ball outside in, right? And you're probably a slicer. You're probably one that's going to hit the ball with that glancing blow miss a lot of shots short and right, okay? But being able to read your divot, take a peek at that, and if your divots are a little off one way or another, don't worry about it, okay? For, for our sake, if you're, div if you're beginning golf and you're just getting going, if your divots are a little bit sideways one way or another, I'm talking five degrees or something, don't worry about it so much. But if you've got real sharp angles where that divot is really going sideways or the um, the depth of the divot should really just be scraping the turf, um, getting into the dirt a little bit. It should not be really harsh, sharp down into the turf. Um, obviously, you, you should be taking a, a little bit of a divot with your, your mid irons, especially and short irons. Um, so if you're not taking a divot at all, that's a separate issue. Um, if you're taking really deep divots, we'll get into that later, but that has to do with your angle of attack. But more the direction that the divot is pointing, that's going to help you figure out whether you're swinging down the target line or across the target line. Now, we got to look at the flight of the golf ball to figure out whether the club face was open, closed, or square at impact. Okay, so really simple, guys. If the ball is curving to the right, your club face is open. If the ball is hooking or curving to the left, your club face is closed at impact, meaning it's pointed to the left. If the ball is going dead straight, then there's no side spin being put on the ball and your club face was square to your, your swing path at impact. Now, if you're hitting it dead straight, but it's going left or right of the flag, you probably have a square club face, but your path is off right? So the, the face is square to your swing path. You're just swinging at it across the ball a little bit. Okay. So what I'm going to recommend is let's, let's really, really focus our energy on club face angle first, because those are the ones big, big errors in club face angle are the ones that produce the really erratic shots. So if we can start figuring out club face angle, we can then hone in on swing path later. Okay. Because face angle is, um, that's the quick win. 
it's going to produce the best results most quickly for you. And like I said in the last episode, grip is the determining factor for face angle. Okay? If you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to the end of the first episode and we talk about grip. We're going to talk about grip for all eternity because it's so important. When you're out on the golf course, if you are looking down at your hands, holding the club with a club face square to the target line, getting ready to take it back, your thumbs are more or less on top of the club. Okay? If, you're, if you deem with your ball flight, if you're hitting a slice or the ball is curving out to the right, that means you're leaving the club face open. That means that we need to rotate both of our hands together, keep them as a unit. We're going to rotate them around the shaft to the right so that our thumbs are more on the right-hand side of the shaft. Okay? Soft grip. Everything's loose, relaxed. Make a few swings. You're going to feel like your hands roll or rotate through the ball, which in turn rotates the club face through the ball. The toe of the club catches up with the heel of the club through impact, and you're not going to be slicing any, anymore. In fact, you're probably going to start hitting hooks. Um, you're, you're so ingrained, if you've sliced the ball for a long time, you're so ingrained with really trying to get that club face square. Uh, making that adjustment is probably going to yield some hooks, which is fine. Let that pendulum swing the other way. But continuously monitor that grip position so that you can rotate those hands slightly one way or another um, to produce a straighter shot. Okay, so grip is going to control the club face angle at impact. And then we look at our divots to figure out whether we're swinging down the line or across the line and figure out where the direction of the club is traveling as we're impacting the ball. Of course, the ultimate goal is to swing straight down the target line with a dead square club face that produces a straight shot at the target. And that opens up a whole other world because once we iron that out, then all we need to do is adjust our setup a little bit if we want to hit curved shots on purpose. And that's, that's down the road, but um, that's where it gets really exciting. So all you guys that are cutting across the ball, let's try to take a look at those divots, but let's focus heavily, 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 heavily on club face angle. And I want you to feel, if you're a slicer, I want you to feel what a hook feels like. You're going to feel like you pull it and it goes long and straight and it's going to feel great, but it's going to be crooked. That's okay. If you're a hooker, I want you to feel what a little cut shot feels like. So rotate your hands a little bit more to the left where your thumbs are a little more on top of the club. And that's, that's what we do. We, we take it to the other end of the extreme and know that it's possible to do that. And then we adjust for the middle. So that's what we got, guys. Read your shots. The physics don't lie. Don't ignore what the ball is doing and really try to infer what's happening at that, at that moment of impact that's causing the ball to travel where it was. And then you can, you can reverse engineer what you did that caused that. So that's really big in terms of being able to fix yourself and improve your game without the help of an instructor and paying some guy to watch you to tell you exactly the same thing. Thanks, guys.